Over his 34-year career, my husband has authored over 50 published articles, along with several books, videos, and audio training programs on the subject of network marketing. He's also been repeatedly recognized as one of the top network marketing trainers in the world. In June of 2011, he was invited to visit our company's home office. He was so impressed with what he saw that he decided that day to walk away from his lucrative speaking and consulting career and got started as a team of one. Today, that team of one has grown to over 200,000 customers, associates, managers, directors, executives, and millionaires in 17 countries. Today, my husband and I work together and we are extremely grateful to have been recognized as the number one income earners for our company worldwide. But what I'm most excited about today is that thanks to podcast technology, you can learn the leadership skills, the leadership lessons that will help you grow your own world-class team. With that in mind, let the man who's been teaching others about leadership for decades share what he's been teaching with you. Ladies and gentlemen, please allow me to introduce my business partner and the love of my life, my husband, Michael S. Klaus. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Here we are, episode 11, and today we're really going to be talking about casting your vision five years into the future. Now, I don't know how that lands on you when you hear it for the first time, five years. Wow, five years. Five years into the future? Haven't we been talking for the last number of episodes about building your business in 90-day blocks of time? Yes, we have. Haven't we been talking about one of the keys to success long-term is to be here, still actively involved a year from now? Yes, very true. So why today do we really want to focus on casting your vision five years into the future? Well, we'll get into that in just a few moments, but first I want to remind you of where we are. For those of you listening, you should have completed all 10 podcasts. The first 10 have been designed to really take a brand new person who's involved in the network marketing profession, who's part of the Isogenics family, and of course, really, and you know, really drilling down on this, part of our one big team, taking them from saying yes to enrolling their first person, their second person, beginning to rank advance. Now they've got individuals that they're teaching how to do what they're doing one step at a time by, of course, plugging them into the podcasts and so on and so forth. I've used the phrase repetitively throughout the first 10 podcasts, do the work. And I'm just asking you not to be a passive listener. Hey, wow, another podcast. Wow, that was interesting. Hey, one day I really need to roll up my sleeves and give that a try. No, I'm act asking you to be better than that to really take this material and put it into practice. Make sure that you're reaching out to the people on your team. Don't take it for granted that because I'm posting about these episodes on my Facebook page or we're talking about them on our team call that everyone knows. They don't. Lynn and I happened to bump into a couple of associates on our team here in Omaha the other day, and we were talking about, hey, how are you enjoying the podcast? podcast. They were completely unaware of the podcast. Listen, 
It is what it is. It's not to make anyone feel less than. Nobody should feel like I'm kind of picking on them. It just is what it is. Getting information from point of origin all the way down through an organization that numbers into the hundreds of thousands of people all over the world is very difficult to do. So again, I'm asking for your help. Please make sure that those individuals who are part, again, of our family and part specifically of our one big team, that those individuals who want to grow their businesses bigger, better, and faster than they ever thought possible are plugged into what we're doing here. It's really easy to subscribe. And if you've been enjoying these, hey, I would always appreciate a kind word or a comment. So that being said, let's really talk about this next this next idea, really, of casting your vision five years into the future. You know, I want to tell you a little story about how this came to be. Uh, many, many years ago, I had the opportunity to meet a gentleman named Paul J. Meyer. Uh, Paul Meyer owned about 100 different businesses around the world, and he was a really interesting individual to sit down and have a conversation with. He had become incredibly successful, but he was also incredibly humble and very kind. And when you have that combination, someone who's really done well and they're still approachable and you still enjoy being in their presence, that is a really a unique combination. And so I was really drawn to him and his philosophy regarding life. Now, remember, we talked about philosophy is everything you know and how that information really affects you. It, it really translates to your opinion. And everything you know and how that information really affects you, how you believe that to be, well, that shows up in your attitude, what you think about. Your attitude, of course, transcends to your actions, what you do. What you do ends up producing your results, what you get, and ultimately shows up in your lifestyle, what you have. And so this gentleman who had been so many years on this planet Earth before me had this unique perspective on the business world and indeed this unique perspective on life. And so I was really intrigued and I asked him one day, you know, if there was one secret, if there was one strategy, one success formula that you could share with me that would really help me grow my business bigger, better and faster than I had ever thought it possible to grow, what would it be? And I think he paused for a moment and then went into one of his archives and he had these printed. It was a little poster, almost like an eight and a half by 11, but I think it was a little bit larger than that. And I think he had a stack of, it must've been a thousand of these. So apparently he either had been asked numerous times before, or he had just made sure that when he got around in, you know, individuals that were interested, he had something to hand to them. And he handed me this little quote. And it was a quote that he had put together. And then he started explaining to me, really, that this was the driving force. This is what got him up early. This is what kept him up late. This is what allowed him to remain focused. And I thought, wow, this is really brilliant. So I decided to take it, frame it, and hang it up in my office where it was there until I memorized it, had internalized it, and recognized that I was utilizing it virtually every single day of my life. Now, the quote many of you have probably heard because I've been teaching and training on this for years. I got the chance to meet Paul more than 20 years ago. So what were the words that so impacted his life and by extension so impacted mine? And now I'm hoping will also impact yours. Here's the quote. Paul said, whatever you vividly imagine, 
ardently desire, sincerely believe, and enthusiastically act upon must inevitably come to pass. Now, those are just words on a printed page. Words on paper, ink on paper, I suppose we could say. Unless we really understand them and we can allow them to create that refinement of our philosophy. Because if we do refine our philosophy, then we're going to begin thinking differently. Those thoughts will lead to different actions, which will produce different results, and over time create a different lifestyle. But before we get into that, let's talk again for just a moment about this idea of casting your vision five years into the future. So what do I mean, casting your vision? Well, think about casting a fishing line. If you happen to be a fisherman, you know what I'm speaking about. You bait the hook and then you cast. You really propel that hook into the river, into the lake, into the ocean, whatever body of water you happen to be enjoying at the time. And then you begin the process of trying to attract whatever it is you're trying to attract. So we're casting something. We're throwing it into the future, so to speak. So what is your vision? Well, it's that ideal life you see for yourself. I mean, if I were to ask you, five years from today, where would you like to be living? How would you respond? If I were to ask you, five years from today, what would you like to be doing? How would you respond? If I asked you, five years from today, how would you like the days of the week to unfold for you? How would you respond? In other words, how would you like Sunday evening to feel? Is it still that empty, sinking feeling right in the pit of your stomach because you know the weekend is coming to its inevitable conclusion and miserable Monday will soon follow? Is Monday still five years from today miserable for you or has it become magnificent? Is Wednesday just hump day or has Wednesday become wonderful? And on Friday, TGIF, five years from today, will those initials still mean, thank God it's Friday? Or perhaps will they have taken on a new meaning? Thank God, I'm free. Five years from today, how do you want to be living? And that's really what we're talking about in this podcast is casting your vision forward about five years. Now, you can make this as elaborate as it is important for you to make it, or you can just keep it in a simplistic form. But I would really focus on the basic fundamentals of life. Where would you like to be living? What would you like to be doing? What would you like to be earning? How would you like the days of the week to feel? Hey, when we talk about isogenics, of course, talking about, you know, living in a better body, five years from today, how would you like to look, act, and feel physically? Would you like to just be five years older? Or although five years have come and gone, would you like to feel five years younger? How would you like to cast your vision forward into the future? Now, unless or until you complete this assignment, there really isn't much more we can do. So if you don't have any idea where you'd like to be five years from today, well, I've got a pretty good idea how your life is going to unfold. Would you like to know? Here it is. They say, and I believe this to be true, that the best predictor of future behavior is past behavior. So how does that translate to our conversation today? Well, if you don't really have a plan and you'd like to know how the next five years will probably unfold for you, just pause and reflect on the last five years. Just ask yourself, five years ago, where were you living? Five years ago, what were you doing? Five years ago, what were you earning? Five years ago, what did the days of the week feel like? 
and then pause and reflect on that reality of what you were experiencing five years ago. And then ask yourself, where are you today? And has there been much forward progress? Now, by contrast, try to capture in your mind's imagination where you would like to be five years into the future and just see where you are. Are you at a midway point? Or does it seem like the last five years have been, well, a, a somewhat acute to treading water? You really haven't made any progress. You're just about where you were. Now, if that's the case, hey, that's okay. Many of you listening to this podcast are new, and one of the reasons you were attracted to Isagenics is because it will give you the opportunity, at least the opportunity, for a better financial future. And as a result of that, you're eagerly here to learn how you can build a business that can not only pay for product, but perhaps product in a car, product car in a home, or even radically change your financial future. But whatever it is you're living as a life today, where do you want to be five years from now? Try to imagine what that is like and really craft that vision of your future. Once you have that clearly in mind, all of a sudden Paul's words will come to life. They'll almost jump off the page, so to speak. Because when you understand this recipe or this formula, you'll appreciate that it will be following the same basic principles as what we've been talking about with the other formulas. You remember what I mentioned about recipes earlier, that recipes all have the really the three major components. Number one, the ingredients. You know, we need to know what's going to go into this cake or into this whatever we're cooking. Number two, the process, you know, how do the ingredients go together? Do we preheat the oven first? Do we mix them first? Do we let it rise? Do we grease the cookie? What are we doing here? What's the process to create whatever we're creating? And then obviously we have the concept of time. Even if we're making something as simple as a chocolate cake, it's going to take some time to gather the ingredients. It's going to take some time to put them all together. It's going to take some time to bake that in the oven. It's going to take some time to cool it, to frost it. It's going to take some time to enjoy it with family and friends. It's going to take some time. And so too, every recipe, when you really take a look at a recipe or a formula, you'll find these three basic components. So let's talk about the components here of this quote. Let's break this down as we would a formula. Here's the quote one more time. So Paul said, whatever you vividly imagine, ardently desire, sincerely believe, and enthusiastically act upon must inevitably come to pass. So what are our key ingredients here? Well, vividly imagine. We'll come back and we'll talk about that. But what does that mean? Ardently desire. Ardently is really not a word we use every day in the English language. What does that mean? To sincerely believe, well, we've got an idea probably, but let's talk about that ingredient in just a moment. Enthusiastically act upon, another ingredient, how does that play in? And then this last part of inevitably come to pass, what does that mean? So how would we take these words and allow them to posit positively affect our growth over the next five years? Well, again, if we're working in 90-day blocks of time, if we have committed to be here in Isagenics on our one big team, still actively involved a year from now, now we're going to ask for all of you that have completed the first 10 podcasts to stretch, to really cast that vision five years into the future, to really shake hands with the person you would like to become, and to really see that individual and then start putting together a plan that draws you ever closer to that life you would like to one day be living. 
Yes, I know it's 60 months from today, but you know what? The time will pass either way. We might as well be moving in the direction of our dreams while the time is passing than just to sit back and allow the time to pass. So let's break this down. First of all, Paul said, whatever you, so it's very personal, it's about you, whatever you vividly imagine. Well, what does it mean to vividly imagine someone or something? Well, it's dramatic. It's expressive. It's these brilliant mental images that we need to formulate in our mind. Can you close your eyes? Assuming you're not driving, if you're driving, keep them open. But if you are in a place where you can close your eyes for a moment, can you close your eyes and just reflect on how you would like to see yourself in five years? Can you imagine in your mind's eye the home you would like to be living in? Can you imagine in your mind's eye the income and what that would do for your family that you would be earning? Can you imagine where you would be living, how the days of the week would unfold? Can you imagine? Can you see it in your mind's eye? Is it so clear, so vivid in your mind, so expressive, so brilliant that it almost comes to life? That's step one. Vividly imagine the life you would like to experience. Step two, we've got to ardently desire it. How bad do you want what you're vividly imagining in your mind? So what is this word ardent? Where does this really come from? Well, it really comes from the ardent core of a star. Now think about our sun, how hot it would be at the center, at the core of the sun. What the temperatures would just be, well, they're mind-boggling to try to comprehend them. The ardent core, that burning passion, that intense desire it's about being passionately interested, wholeheartedly moving forward. It's having the intensity. So is that how you see the desire in your mind's eye? Do you have a burning desire to move ever closer to that, that ideal life? What, we, what you're vividly imagining in your mind? You should be. And if not, we've got to go to work on that. So we need to vividly imagine it, have it clearly in your mind, and then we've got to really want it. You've got to ardently desire it. You know, as Lynn has said for years, how bad do you want it? Are you going to get up early? Are you going to stay up late? Are you going to do whatever it takes? If you're not very good in a particular area of our business, are you willing to go to work and get better? And if you are good in an area of our business, are you willing to do even more so that you can really help other people? How bad do you want it? The third ingredient, of course, sincerely believe. So when you picture what you're picturing in your mind's eye, how real is the possibility of that becoming your reality for you? Do you seriously believe it can happen? Do you genuinely believe it can happen? Do you honestly believe it can happen? Because that needs to be the conviction. This cannot be formulating an opinion of your life and your mind and then basically conceding to the fact that although it would be interesting, that's probably never going to happen for me. That level of self-defeat mentally will just take you right out of the game. You have to see it in your mind's eye. You have to really want it. And you have to believe sincerely, genuinely, honestly, that it's possible for you. 
And then what do we do? Well, the next component or the next ingredient is we have to enthusiastically act upon it. You just can't sit on the sidelines and hope against hope it turns out okay. You have to move forward with enthusiasm, eagerly, excitedly. Here's one of my favorite synonyms for enthusiastically, impatiently. When someone is enthusiastic, it's almost like you could hardly keep them from, from, stand, you know, from, from not moving forward. They're just like, put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Come on, come on, come on. You see some of these sports players kind of going up and down the sidelines. It's like, let me in, let me in, let me in. Their enthusiasm is said to be contagious. Could that be said of you and of your vision for your future? Of where you've casted five years into the future? Are you enthusiastically acting upon it? Are you doing the do each and every day? Are you consistent about doing the do each and every day? Or are you, like too many people, allowing the challenges of life to get in the way? And listen, life will always get in the way. There are so many things I have experienced over my 30-plus year career in this profession. The loss of friends due to death, individuals who have simply changed their mind and moved on, uh, people that have moved to countries where they could no longer participate in what we were doing. You name it, we've experienced it. And if you stick around for more than three decades, I'll promise you, you will too. But throughout all of that, what has allowed me, what has allowed Lynn to wake up every morning and to do what we do? Because we have such a crystal clear vision in our mind of what our future is going to be like. We can see it. We can almost taste it. We can almost touch it. It's real to us. And we wake up every morning and we have this desire, this ardent desire to do it. How bad do we want it? We want it really bad. So do we believe it's possible? We're convinced of it. How about you? And do we just sit back and allow the team to lead or take us in the direction that they would like to go? Or are we waking up every single morning and we're leading the charge? We are eagerly moving forward. We're excitedly moving forward. We're impatiently moving forward. What about you? This is the same mental attitude I'm asking all of you to develop or to create over time. So what happens when we put this puzzle together, so to speak, this recipe? What happens when we have this crystal clear vision of where we want to go? What happens when we've cast that vision five years into the future? What happens when we think about it morning, noon, and night, every single day for the next five years? What happens when we think about what do I have to do now to draw me a little closer to the, the decisions I've already made? How bad do I want this? What happens when we sincerely believe it's possible? We know it's possible. It's just going to take time, but we're going to get there. When we wake up every morning with that passion, that enthusiasm, taking charge, taking the lead. Hey, even if you don't know exactly what to do, you can do what you don't really know what to do enthusiastically, and eventually it will become second nature. You get stuck. We've mentioned it before. Ask for help. But what happens when we put those first four together? What did Paul share with us? Well, he said, whatever you vividly imagine, ardently desire, sincerely believe, and remember, enthusiastically act upon, what was the payoff? Paul reminded me, and I'm reminding you, he said, it must inevitably come to pass. Well, what does that mean? It means certainly, unavoidably. 
definitely, it's going to happen. It's like getting on a plane with the destination printed on the ticket, and it's a beautiful day for flying, and the pilot says we're going to have absolutely the most spectacular trip, and you take off and you kind of circle the airport, and there you go, off to the destination, printed right there on your boarding pass. Is there any question in your mind's eye that you will, when the plane touches down, be at your destination? No. You can see where you're going in your mind's eye. You obviously had the desire to acquire the ticket, to show up at the airport, to go through the TSA, to do whatever it took to do there. You absolutely believe if you hand the ticket to the agent when you board the plane, it's going to take you to the right destination. And by the way, when something goes awry, we always hear about it on the national news because it's so out of the norm. If we focus on the norm, if we're excited and we're enthusiastic about reaching our destination, it will inevitably come to pass. That plane will touch down. We will get off and we will look around and say, hey, I've arrived. This is what's going to happen in your life. This is what's been happening in your life. For as far back as you have been here, you have been moving through time following the seasons. Spring, summer, winter, fall, and spring again all over. It's never going to change. The years unfold. We continue moving forward in time. But those leaders who lead and live extraordinary lives have figured out a way to cast their vision further forward into the future, to really see it, to experience it in their mind's eye, to play with that vision of what they want for themselves. I'm telling you, it's all possible, but you have to be willing to do the work. So what am I asking you to do? Take some time to really carve out for yourself a beautiful picture in your mind's eye that you can hold on to daily. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to end up? Tell me again about the basics. Where are you living? Who are you with? What does that feel like? You know, it's easy sometimes to cast our vision five years forward when we think about children. You know, if they're five years old, we can imagine them being 10. If they're 10 years old, we can imagine them being 15. But you know, from 15 to five more years to 20, wow, is that a change in both their world and in ours? And by the time time continues moving on, one day you recognize so many of these five-year blocks of time have come and gone. It's time for you to start leveraging time to your advantage. It's time for you to focus on the fundamentals and at the same time focus on casting your vision forward into the future five years. Hold on to that. Vividly imagine it. Ardently desire it. Sincerely believe it. And enthusiastically wake up every single morning and act upon it. And it will inevitably come to pass. True, you'll have setbacks. We all have. If you fly a lot, you know there have been delays. There have been reroutings. There have been cancellations. There have been times Lynn and I have had to stay overnight in the hotel because of a storm or because of some other mechanical issue with the plane. There are always challenges that either are foreseeable or perhaps not. But does that change our ultimate goal to either get to our destination or if we're already there and we're traveling to get back home? No. 
There isn't a traveler anywhere who basically said, especially if they were trying to get back home, well, you know, there's a mechanical problem. I guess I'll just stay here and live for the rest of my life. No, we'll go over it, through it, around it. We'll do whatever it takes. Are you willing to do whatever it takes? Because I'm asking you to do whatever it takes. This is your life. This is your future. Isagenix is simply a vehicle to help you both physically and financially to get from where you are to where you desire to be. And by the time you end up there, hopefully to look better, feel better, and to have more energy than possibly you even have right now. This is the ultimate reason we are all here. So what am I asking you to do as we wrap up this week's podcast? Go back and listen to this again. Formulate a plan. Put it in action. Wake up every morning and go to work on it. Refine it a little every day until what you're holding in your mind's eye is so captivating that you can just... Well, you know it's already a reality. It just hasn't happened yet. It feels that real to you. You continue moving forward, and I'll promise you, one day you'll wake up, and you'll be living where you've always wanted to live, and you'll be enjoying what you've always wanted to enjoy. You'll be with the people that just make you smile from sunup until sundown, and I'll promise you this. When you look back over the five years that it took to get there, you'll recognize it was all worth it. So now, let's all collectively go out and see what we can do to make this the best week we've ever had. Not only for ourselves, but for all of the people we have yet to meet. And of course, for all of the people we're currently working with that are part of the team. Together, we can really make a difference. Let's go out and make this week magnificent. Magnificent.